0: Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study, the 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time meeting. My name is Monica T., and I am a recovered compulsive overeater from Florida. And today is Friday, October 27, 2017. And today we are reading from the Big Book. We are in the chapter, A Vision for You, and we will, be, we will be closing out the chapter this morning. We will be reading the last two paragraphs. Let's start with Abandon Yourself to God. And today's readers are the 12 Steps, Tenzin P., the 12 Traditions, Anita L. And our text readers today are Lauren N., Kelly S., Vibra E., and our newcomer greeter is Penny C. The host for the second hour will be Susie K. And the share ID for yesterday, Thursday, October 26, the 7 a.m. meeting is 10,592-10592. And the share ID for yesterday's 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time meeting is 10594 105. Each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and the 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. And I will now ask Tenzin P., read the 12 steps of OA for us please.
1: Good morning. and T calling in. Here are the steps we took which are suggested as a program of recovery. One, we admitted we were powerless over food that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. Twelve, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive operators and to practice these principles
0: in all our affairs. Thank you very much. Thank you, Tenson P. I will now ask Anita L. to read the 12 Traditions of OA for us, please.
2: Good morning, everybody. This is Anita L. from outside of Philadelphia. The 12 Traditions. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. 6. An OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. 7. Every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Hence, the O.A. name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, and other public media of communication. Twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all our traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities thanks so much for letting me give service and I pass have a beautiful day
0: Thank You Anita L how our meeting works our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous we read a paragraph or two from the literature then stop and share on what was read anyone can share but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic in the literature we are discussing, and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinent requirement for moderators is one year, and for readers is six months. There is no abstinent requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. And once you're done sharing, let us know by saying pass. Then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone, except the speakers, should be muted. And today we are resuming our study of the big book. We are in the chapter of vision for you. And we will be finishing the chapter this morning. We will be reading the last two paragraphs that begin, Abandon yourself to God through to keep you until then. And with that, I am going to ask Lauren N. If she would read that for us, please.
3: Good morning, Monica T. Can you hear me? I can. This is Lauren N., Um, Recovered Compulsive Overeater from New York. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you will find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the spirit and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road, as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then. Amen. I hear that daily on this call. And I'm reminded every day when I hear that, that I am on that road of happy destiny. Three years ago, I wouldn't have been on that road. Two years ago, I wouldn't have been on that road. In my late 50s, um, I found this fellowship. Thank God I found it today. Because God has blessed me for today. He's allowed me to find you all. And I have found a God, higher power, that I never thought existed. I thought it was all about me. I thought I needed to cure myself of this horrible disease. hundred and thirty pounds I've given away and I don't get on the scale anymore and it's not about the weight and it's not about the sizes and it's not about all that other stuff it's about the calmness in my head it's about the fellowship of the spirit It's about seeing everybody stand up at the last moment of the vision conference in September with the the flashlights on their phone, like we were in a concert. It's like having all the people stand up and saying that they were recovered and knowing that I'm one of them. I'm one of you. It's about that fellowship. It's about knowing that I'm not alone anymore. That I have a higher power, and that higher power will help me in my life with that
4: I pass.
0: Thank you, Lauren Ann. And for those who may have just joined us, we're on the last two paragraphs of page 164. And who would like to share this morning?
5: Ma'am, me.
0: Oh, boy. We're up to a good start this morning. I think I heard two voices. I heard Tina ass and I heard Matt. Barbara. Barbara. Larry. I get Larry. all right. Barbara. Alan. Barbara. Paula. And Paula. All right, we're going to go with one now. Okay, this is what uh, we're going to go with right now. Pim G, I heard you. You'll be on the next group, okay? Tina S., Matt M., Larry K., Barbara E., Paula D., and Harlan G. Okay, Tina, you're up.
6: Thanks so much, Monica, for your service. Tina S., Recovered Compulsive Eater Anorexic in Florida. I'm on the same page as Lauren, you know, and I really, really love the analogy of uh, the calmness of uh, my head and how cool is that. You know, it says abandon, you know, give up completely, you know. I had to give up completely. And, you know, one of the things that has also happened through the process and the transformation is the fullness of my heart. You know, and I love that she shared the fellowship of the spirit because without God and y'all, I'm, I'm screwed. Bottom line, bottom line. And, you know, and, and I know, you know, I love the last se- the sentence before, may God bless you and keep you until then. You know, I'm grateful to have a power greater than myself in my life today. And, you know, and I love that we are trudging the road, you know, of happy destiny, because there is no destination, uh, but it is but the journey. And, you know, there are, are several definitions for trudge but the one I really really like is to walk with purpose you know I walk with purpose today you know I have a a changed heart and a changed mind that one day at a time because I can still be that same person if I keep doing that same thing to you know but with the change comes about you know um, how I want to share this thing with someone else you know, and 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 through this in the, the the one paragraph, it talks about the whole twelve steps. You know, we we give up, you know, we invite God in, we clear away the wreckage, you know, and, and then we sh- we share this thing with someone else, you know, and uh and that's what I try and do today to the best of my ability, and um and I'm glad we're doing this this book, and then we get to start over. the battle pass things.
0: Thank you, Tina S. and. Matt M., you're next, and then after that, Nancy R., I, you're going to be in there. I knew I kept missing somebody.
7: <laughs> so, Matt, you, you're up. Can you hear me, Monica? I can. Yeehaw, let's do it. Um, <laughs> good morning, everyone. This is Matt from pulse over eater from New Jersey. it um, we surely be so much as she trudged the road of happy destiny. I was privileged to go to that um That convention in September, and I met so many people who, different kinds of people, big, small, men, women, gay, straight. It was amazing. Normally, we are people who would not mix, and I got to meet all the different kinds of people redheads, blondes, brunettes. It was amazing how many different types of people it takes to make up the fellowship, and how we all have this one thing in common that binds us together. It is weakness, not strength, that binds us together. And it's amazing how we all come together to to have that one source of information, that one source of recovery, the big book. And it's amazing how the instructions are all light out for us right then and there in that first and sixty more pages like a textbook, which is how I'm seeing the big book for the first time. And I've read the big book for years, but I'm seeing it with new eyes this time. So I'm going through it page by page, paragraph by paragraph with my sponsor. And I see that, you know, I don't have much to give in the way of sponsorship because I'm not even close to that, but I can give myself, make a phone call to a newcomer. I can call someone who's struggling with. I can just call somebody and ask them, how are they doing, rather than make the conversation all about Matt, because I'm ego-driven. I'm, ego- I'm an maniac with low self-esteem, and uh, I'd rather be different than that today, and the only way I could be different is if I do the next right thing, the opposite actions of what I want to do, because I have to do opposites of what I would usually do in order to change my behavior. It takes about a whole month month for habits to change, for a new habit to form. So I have to just do the next right thing, keep doing the next right action for myself in order to be the person I know I want them to become. And uh, I plan to abandon myself to my higher power into this process of recovery and with that I will pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Matt. M Nancy R., you're up and then it'll be Larry K.,
4: Hi, hi! thank you. Thank you for letting me share. Uh, My name is Nancy R. I'm a grateful recover, compulsive overeater. And this paragraph is truly masterful because uh, the first 164 pages is a mouthful. I mean, it it is jam-packed with directions and information, and yet uh, the writer of this book managed to come, uh, just to come, i uh put it all pull it all together in one paragraph, the essence of this program. I mean to me, that is pretty masterful that all of this information has been put has been summarized in one paragraph, the essence of our program to truly give ourselves to our higher power, God of our understanding, and to do the fourth and fifth step. Eighth and ninth step. It's all right there in this paragraph. And I love the the benediction. To me, it's the benediction. We will surely meet some of you as we trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you. What an awesome program. What an awesome way to live my life to the best of my ability. This is what I try to do on a daily basis. And the results happen. The results are right there, you know. Um, the promises of this program come true. I'm just so grateful uh, that I was led to this fellowship, and I'm eternally grateful for Visions uh, for you. This uh, meeting has really uh, expanded my understanding of the program and ability to live in recovery thank you so much for letting me see
0: you. thank you nancy r larry k you're up and then it'll be barbara e
5: uh, good morning monica good morning larry k recovered compulsive overeater you know uh boy oh boy this is pretty cool pretty cool you know it, it um if we look at this paragraph um we, we can bring it right back to the solution right i mean right back to drill down to the steps here our co-founders and our pioneers they tell us abandon yourself to god as you understand god steps three and eleven admit your faults to him and to your fellows steps four and five clear away the wreckage of your past steps eight and nine give freely of what you find step 12 and join us we shall be with you in the fellowship of the of the spirit you will truly meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny as you trudge the road to trudge means to walk with heavy steps in often harsh treacherous conditions right so through grief we trudge through illness through anxiety we trudge job loss being dumped yeah that happens to us we trudge depression through, through life's transitions we we trudge onwards you know, may God bless you and keep you until then. See, it's an honor and a privilege to carry the message, To you know, to offer uh, to others what the book offered to me, which is recovery. It's there. It's available. It's not meant to take a long time. And it's meant to be incredibly simple, not easy, not the same word. Nothing about getting sober is easy. But it's almost ridiculously simple. Don't complicate it. I pass.
0: Thank you, Larry Kang. Barbara E., you're up, and then it'll be Paula D.
8: Good morning, everyone. It's Barbara E. in New Jersey. I am so excited that we're at the end of the book and we get to start all over again. I'm going to go back to suggestive only. This book is meant to be suggestive only. Well, if I've got the cabin door of an airplane cruising at 30,000 feet, if I've got that door open and the co-pilot hurries out and says, I suggest you don't step out right now, would I say, it's just a suggestion or a must? It's a must. I don't want to step out of that plane. I want to get back in my seat and get belted up. What can I do? Abandon my prejudice. Seek God. Admit to myself my faults and to others and clean up my side of the street. Absolutely. Page 517 in the big book says, I believe that we get more than one moment of grace, but it is up to us to seize the moment by taking action. I got little taps on the shoulder along the way from God when he told me, Barbara, Maybe you wouldn't be having your knee surgery if you didn't weigh over 200 pounds. So I had the knee surgery anyway. I got another tap when I started to lose my eyesight, and it was attributed to morbid obesity. And what did I do? I lost the weight and regained it again because I had no solution. Bill Wilson says on page 4, the fierce determination to win came back. It always came back to me. This time I'll be able to lose the weight and keep it off. But I would start all over again with my compulsive overeating and gain a hundred plus 30 friends back again. And more came with me. I never cleaned up my act. Nothing changed. And then I came to OA 21 years ago. And I heard recovery, and I found out there were steps I could take, good, orderly steps, and I couldn't skip them. I couldn't pick and choose. I thought suggestive meant take one step you want and leave another step you don't want. But I was wrong. I tried so many ways of beating the game. Nothing worked. I had to abandon myself, give in, give up, take good orderly direction, and I do it joyously, and I do it every morning with my fellow sisters and brothers in this fellowship as we are tethered together, trudging, which is hard work, but determined work, walking up that mountain to the clean air at the apex of the mountain. I can't wait to see where we start. Someone said yes, the, the first, uh, the doctor's opinion. I'm guessing this group, the title page. We'll see. Have a great weekend.
0: Thank you, Barbara E. Paula D. It's your turn, and then it'll be Harlan G.
9: And thank you, Monica. This would be Paula D. Grateful to be here, recovered by and with the grace of God. And you know, it's, it's, I've read this so many times—the ending, but the beginning it says, "Clear away the wreckage of your past." And this was what comes. I had happened to have a two and a half year old uh, grandson, great grandson. How does that happen? And uh, he loves. He has got a little tow truck, and he loves that because he puts the little car on. It's got these little wheels. I haven't got that kind of patience, and he just moves it out. He just loves that tow truck. That's fun. Be on a highway when there's an accident, and you watch that tow truck. Nothing's going to move until that tow truck is done with his business. That's it. Nothing's going to move. You're at a standstill. That's where I was when I found found what I found here, and that was God himself. But you see, once that tow truck comes on and does his duty, does his stuff, does his job, Look at what happens. Work, oh, you bet. Time, yeah. Time well spent. But then the road clears. Then the road clears, and only then, once the road is clear, can you give. You can't give until that point. You're a taker, and you're at a standstill. It says, we shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit. Okay, we did the truck thing. Well, how about this ship? I got to tell you, I'm liking this ship. This is the ship I want to travel on, the Fellowship of the Spirit. Wow, how could that be? A ship that you travel on, that you can actually see. And, you know, we talk about the steps often, and I'm going to be very clear here. I always thought the steps was the road up. You see, it was the road to the depths, to the depths, and that's where God met me. That's where God met me and brought me here. But I want to end with 130. Those of us who have spent much time in the world of spiritual make believe. Oh, I'll get better. I don't have to do the steps. Oh, drop that step. Oh, pick up that one. Oh, I'm loving that one. Oh, even sounds good. Living even better. It says, have eventually seen the childness of it. This dream world has been, and here we are. Trudging. It's who you trudge with. It's who you trudge with. Had have the opportunity somebody came along and trudged next to me, and I the same. That's how our fellowship grows. This dream world has been replaced by a great sense of purpose, accompanied by a growing consciousness of the power of God in our lives. That's on page 130. Which page has more significance, which line, which word for you? I don't know. For me, it is where I am at that day, and as I listen here and listen to the transformed lives, <clears throat> what a way to start the day. Thank you very much for allowing me this time to share with that I do pass.
0: Thank you, Paula G. Harlan G., you're up, and then it'll be Kim G.
10: Thank you very much, Monica, for your service this morning. And, Monica, I not only want to thank you, I want to thank Team Friday for making this magnificent meeting possible. I'm Harlan G. am a recovered compulsive old reader in Scottsdale, Arizona. And I am of the belief after studying this book and all the history behind it for most of my life that Bill Wilson penned the book to be sure and there was input from the original 60 which we call the original 100. But I believe that God in his infinite wisdom, wrote the book. I believe that because Bill was 43 years old with three and a half years of sobriety. He he didn't know enough to write one of the greatest pieces of spiritual literature that the world has ever seen, a book that would save more lives than all other methods combined. But in this paragraph and and this little sentence that follows it, the benediction that we use every day and many thousands of meetings use it, we have a summation of everything. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Steps one, two, and three. Admit your faults to Him and to your fellows. Four, five, six, seven. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Eight and nine. Give freely of what you find and join us. Ten, eleven, and twelve. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of the happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then. God and the people that he has brought into my life have given me a purpose. I stumbled through the first few decades of my life wanting to die, praying for death, begging God to kill me. I spent decades of my life alone. I spent decades of my life encased in a body where I didn't fit in my skin. I didn't fit in my clothes. I didn't fit in my desk, and I certainly didn't fit into this world. You gave me a book. You held my hand. You helped me get through those first perilous days. You helped me get through everything that came my way. Overeaters Anonymous built us a mansion. And for those of us envision for you, we have a reconstructed palace for living where we can come together. We can come together in our conventions, but we can come together in the everyday world and help each other through whatever comes along. We have a way of life where we have purpose. Page 77 Our real purpose is to fit ourselves to be of maximum service to God and the people about us. I know why I'm alive today. That's a lot to know. I have friends. I have people that I can support and they can support me right back. That's a lot to hear. I didn't get that because I bought it. I didn't get it because I deserved it. I got it because of the greatest tragedy of my life that God put in and said, I will create a miracle for you. With that, I will pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Harlan G. Kim G,
11: it's your turn. Good morning, Monica. Good morning, all. My name is Kim G, and I'm a recovery compulsive reader from South Jersey. And, you know, as we finish up this chapter, I think to myself, what is the purpose of this chapter? You know, we've had a spiritual awakening. What's next? So they've used their experience of how they created a recovered community around them to show us how we can do the same. You know, AA's birthday is June 10th. Why is it June 10th? You know, Bill got sober in December 1934. You know, Bill met Bob in May of 1935. So why is it June 10th? Because that's the day that one recovered alcoholic carried the message successfully to another alcoholic. You know, a vision for you is simply an, an Overeaters Anonymous meeting. You know, what, what was, what's so electric about this? You know, in 2012, there was 40 or 50 people that were frantically needed to carry this message and it's grown into what this this specific meetings fellowship is today. What is the attraction? The attraction is recovery. The attraction is there's living examples that testify on a daily basis that there is a solution. This is a big show-and-tell operation, that there are people on this line that not only have suffered from compulsive overeating, but they have escaped and no longer suffer from compulsive overeating. You know, we often hear that the newcomer is the most important person in the room. I have to tell you, my experience is I don't meet a lot of newcomers. What I meet are people like me who have been in and out of the fellowship for decades. We have so many people in our rooms that are suffering today that have been here for a long, long time, and they need a message of hope and possibility. So the people on the line that I so value are the people that I hear described in this book, people in whom the problem have been solved, ex-problem drinkers, people who have recovered, people who are happy in their release, people who are able to carry a message of depth and weight. Because I think the future of Overears Anonymous is we cannot be a diet and calories club where our goal is abstinence. We need to be a 12-step program where our goal is a spiritual awakening. So often I think we're people who are trying to have a spiritual understanding versus a spiritual experience. And I think to myself on the, in the, um, this, the chapter in the back, spiritual experience, it says the terms spiritual experience and spiritual awakening are used many times in this book, which upon careful reading shows that, that someone has had a personality chain sufficient to bring about recovery from alcoholism. It doesn't say maintain. I can do these steps and it can bring about a spiritual awakening. But if I don't do these steps on a daily basis, I don't get to keep it. And I love that word abandon. Abandon to give up control or influence, to give oneself over unrestrainedly. Ask yourself, are you able to do this or willing to do that today, tomorrow, and hereafter? And with that, I pass.
0: Thank you, Kim G. Ditto, ditto. And for those who may have just joined us, we are on page one sixty four. We are reading, we are sharing, we are commenting on the last two paragraphs. And who else would like to share? Jody,
11: Anita,
3: Clea and J. Sarah
0: and
12: Boston
3: Oh boy.
0: Um, okay, Anita. I will tell you what I heard. There's been many wonderful voices trying to come in all at one time. This is what I heard. Jody E. Q., I heard Anita, I heard Leia, I heard Janice. Okay, Kelly. who did I miss? Who did I miss? From Kelly. I Boston.
13: Kelly, any
0: of you. Kelly. Robert. Laura H. Russ, Nancy I hear Yep, Russ. You heard Rob
2: G. Okay, Russ. Oh, Sarah.
0: Deborah B. Mary B. Deborah B. Deborah B. Okay, hold on. Let's just go with that for right now, and then we'll, I will we'll try again. All right. I got Jody E Q. Anita Leia M. Janice M. Kelly. I think it's S. Russ M. And Deborah B. All right. Jody E Q. You're up, and then Anita.
14: Thank you very much, Monica. Good morning, everybody. This is Jody E.Q., Recovered in California. Oh, I'm so humbled this morning by hearing all of you share, and I'm humbled to be one of, of you. So very grateful. I love this passage. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. To me, that means Give it all up. Surrender everything. My will, everything I think I want out of life. Give it up, all of it, everything. My entire life, everything I think I need, give it to God. Admit my faults to him and to my fellows. To four and five. Clear away the wreckage of my past. Steps eight and nine, give freely of what you find. I think this is the thing that separates those who recover from those who don't recover. It's one of the things anyway. Am I willing to give freely of what I find? Am I willing to spend time Sponsoring another person, to pick up the phone when it's inconvenient, to make this a priority in my life? Am I willing to abandon my career, my family, everything? I've got to. But what's it going to take for me to realize that and get to that point? Do I have to gain 300 pounds? Do I have to lose 150 pounds? What's it going to take? (sighs) Ah, the miracle is that when we get there finally and do this thing, we have a life beyond our wildest dreams. Things begin to change for the better. I'm just very grateful, and I want to hear the rest of you share. And with that, I pass.
0: Thank you, Jody EQ. Anita J., you're next. And Charles, I did hear you, and you're on the list. Uh, Anita J, you're up, and then it'll be Leah
15: M. Thank you so much, Monica T. Um, This is Anita J, gratefully recovered. Don't you love that word? Out in Massachusetts. And I I couldn't let this go by without giving tribute because it changed my life. It was about time. I want to just tell you with one example how following this whole paragraph and all the steps, what happened? Beginning with that word, abandon, all of me, all of me, good and bad, and no agenda, you know, nothing else to work on. When I was 12 years into Overeaters Anonymous, uh, attending, you know, meetings face-to-face, however many in a week and la-la-la, My father died. I was in a size 8 dress. 50 pounds later, and that wasn't the end of the weight gain, 50 pounds later, I went to a therapist for for three years. And I think by the time I ended, um, I don't know how much more I had to lose. The point is, Now, 2014, uh, I enter a new OA, same 12 steps, same big book that I had in 78 and 90. But I hear it on vision. This particular meeting changed my life. That is all true for me here. Now, my husband died in August. There's no, nothing to do with the food. I had to slow down for a while my service and this poor one lady trying to get her through the fifth step. I feel terrible. But um, that, that happens to be life on life's terms. But the change, it's such a tribute. I just wish everybody could finally... Just let go of everything, every single thing, and the whole world opens up to you. It's not too late. If I can get it, a very uh, supposedly whiffed person who didn't get it, and um, I'm just so happy to be with you all. It really feels like family, you know, for an only child from Evanston, Illinois. I got a family. (laughs) I pass.
0: Thank you, Anita J. Leah M, it's your turn and then it'll be Charles H.
12: Thank you very much. You know, it's um just with a huge feeling of gratitude, you know, to to study this uh paragraph with everybody today. Um give freely of what you find and join us. You know, I hope everybody on the line um, hears that recovery, to be recovered, is possible here in Overeaters Anonymous. Uh, You don't have to live uh, in the grips of the illness anymore. You know, that was uh, something that was told to me. You know, against all odds, I was supposed to self-destruct. Someone in whom the problem had been solved cracked open this text and detailed for me uh, the nature of my problem and what the solution was going to be and uh, took me by the hand and led me through these steps. And I submitted to a simple process that wasn't easy, yet it took me to a place I had never, never known. I didn't even know it existed. Um, The results have certainly been disproportionate to my efforts, yet my efforts each and every day, and it's been quite a few days, my efforts are required to sustain and enlarge uh, what has been given to me. You know, for for many years, because my disease reared its head at a very, very young age, I thought that the solution was merely to just stop binging. I didn't understand until it was... Uh, told to me and described to me uh, through people's experience that the solution was going to be to have a relationship with the spirit, which was going to remove the problem. And in return for a cellophane bag and a bakery box, I have been given the king's the keys of the kingdom. You know, I I just never knew a life like this was possible. I had lived in the darkness, and nothing grows in the darkness. I just was a very small, small world for me. This program of recovery has given me a new life. It has enabled me to be a better daughter, a better wife, a mother, a mother-in-law. Um, it has enabled me uh, to be on a no, new road. You know, there's a there's a saying that I like. You know, if you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there. I know where I'm going. I know where I needed to go. A spiritual awakening, a personality change sufficient to bring about recovery. These 12 steps that we've studied have allowed that to happen and I need to continue, of course, to trudge this road in order to continue to grow in that capacity. But I'm just so grateful. Overwhelmingly grateful and what a treat. You know, the greatest piece is that now I get to watch this experience in other people. I mean, that that is a kick, you know? I always thought that the substances of a bakery box and a cellophane bag were were the buzz I was chasing. Today, the buzz is watching the God in you come alive. And with that, I pass. Thanks. Yeehaw! For
0: sure. Charles, it's your turn, and then it'll be Janice M.
16: Thank you, Monica, for your service, Charles H. Recovered Compulsive Overeater. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and your fellows. Not just to God and try to be self-righteous. No, admit it to your fellows. Um, and you can join us in the fellowship of the spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the world of happy destiny. And I want to share an experience that happened earlier this year in January 2017. And I'm going to keep You know me. I'm too scared to tell you what's on my mind. <laughs> so anyway, in California, um, I, I remember going to a, a meeting at the OA birthday party, and it was a nine-step amends meeting. And I stood up there and shared, and I said, you know what? I want to make an amends for how I thought about you. Why are you sharing every day? Why, who you think you are and all that? And then the Thursday night, and I vividly remember three beautiful ladies, and we were, in the, we were hanging out in the, uh, in the lobby, and they did some soul surgery on me, and my life has changed immensely. Clear away the wreckage of your past. I mean, like the, three minutes ago, there was some wreckage, and we do this every single day. Soul surgery every single day. And this life, like my friend Holland always says, is a life that's just, words can't even explain it. And to be trudging this world with you guys every single day. You know, we're together every day because we speak the language of the heart. It's about clearing this wreckage every single day. And if you don't think you got wreckage, maybe you know something I don't know. So thank you, Monica, and I hope I see all you guys in California. It's going to be lit, 2018, January. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Charles H., Janice M. It's your turn, and then it'll be Callie F.
15: Well, good morning to you, Monica. I hope you can say meow. Meow. Um, after me, uh, my name is Janice M, and I'm a grateful recovered compulsive overeater. I said I'm not going to talk today. You know, I'm always talking, blah blah blah. Keep quiet, Janice. But how can you let this go? How can I? How can I not spread the word of, of my experience to by the grace of my higher power, whom I call God? And it all started with abandoning. What does that mean to me? Abandoning me abandoning self me 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 it was all about me all the all the time because I thought I had the power honest to goodness I really did self-reliance self-justification self-pity self-selfishness I mean I could go on and on and on that's what I had to abandon very hard to do (laughs) <laughs> very hard to do for a compulsible to eat. There's some people, you know, that are normal. They'll say, yeah, okay, they will be open-minded and they'll do it. Not me. It took me a long time. It took me a lot of struggling. And, you know, what this is telling me, all this summarizes is the action plan. It's an action plan that I found, through the grace of God, in this fellowship, in this group, to get better to have a different life, to have the same husband with, the, uh, with that I thought had problems, and I had the problems. See, it was all about me. They had the problems. But, you know, it's so different. Like somebody said, my husband is the same, my son is the same, but I'm different. It's the action plan. What's an action plan? Well, it all takes it takes two prior things. I have to know the problem, and the problem was power. I have to know the solution, and thank you God, the solution was power. Did I say that the problem was powerlessness? I, I powerlessness, see, um, and the solution and the solution was the power that I found through this action plan. This is what it tells me. It, it started with this is a how-to book of how people recovered from a the alcoholism. Well. Now, this page, 164, gives us the solution. It gives us the how-to. How do we get to that recovery of my illness? My illness isn't food. Their, their, their illness wasn't alcohol. It was alcoholism. And that's what mine is. It's, it's not food. It's compulsive overeating because of my isms, because of my spiritual I didn't think I had a spiritual problem. I went to church and all that, but it's different. See, the spiritual problem was 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 very self. The, it was I wasn't thinking of other people. I was always thinking of self. That had Time. to be. And thank you so much. And I will pass.
13: Thank you,
0: Janice. Now we've only got five six minutes and we've got three people so kelly s russ m deborah b if y'all can take two minutes each we can get to all of you
13: kelly great hey monica thanks kelly s recovered compulsive overeater in oklahoma uh ready to go so oh my gosh this is um so exciting i just had to share on it just loved everybody's shares and everybody ditto ditto But, um, you know, I know you guys have heard me share, and I kind of talked on this last week, but, you know, I've been on this program 30-something years, and, um, you know, it wasn't until I started listening to Vision for You and realized that um, there was a way out of this disease, there was a way of living different, you know, because like somebody else had shared, I thought the whole point of this pro- this program was to stop eating compulsively, you know, it's just to get to a maintenance weight and stay there, you know, I didn't understand I had a living problem, I didn't understand the entire point of this book was to get a spiritual relationship with a higher power to solve my problem, which was my living problem, you know, and I never saw people who recovered, you know, and I didn't seem doing it happily, you know, when I came in this program, it was a big kumbaya thing you know and you know what the fellowship is wonderful i need you guys it's written and we but if i'm not working this program if i'm not staying in this book then you know it doesn't work and then i go out and i say this program doesn't work you know so i came here i heard you guys i heard the problem had been solved and the thing is you know it's like I'm like, yeah, I know it's a wee program, whatever. But for the first time in 30-something years, you know, I have found a network of people who are committed to the daily work. You know, we're trudging this road. I love that. You know, we're walking with purpose, you know. And it's not always easy. But I want to tell you guys, my disease was so not easy. It was kicking my butt every day. And it didn't matter how much work it was, I did it. I found the time. I found the money. I did whatever I had to. So I do the same thing with my programs today. You know, this disease... You know, there is hope. And I know today for the first time this really is a WE program, and I love you guys, and I, have, I am on this happy destiny, and I just, I'm just so grateful to have started finding out there is a solution. Okay, wait, it's been here since 1938. Grateful today I'm willing to do the work, and I found a group of people who are doing it with me side by side. Love you guys so much. Glad to be here. I pass.
0: Thank you, Kelly S. Ross M., you're up.
13: Can
17: I be heard? Yes you can. Uh, all right. Thanks Monica. Thanks everyone. Uh I'll try to make it quick as I can. You know, I'm sitting here listening to all these beautiful shares and all these wonderful people and my these you all inspire me so much. Ron, oh Ross compulsive over here outside of Philly, sorry about that. Um, this passage, the first time I read this passage at a meeting I broke up. Because it gave me hope. You know, I was tormented for so many years with this disease. That even just the hope of saying, "Look, I I can get a day or two, or, you know, just a little bit of relief," compelled me. See, that desperation got me to the meeting, but this big book and especially this meeting has gotten me recovery. And you know, I I just get choked up thinking about it. You know, each one of you on this line with your shares and people have reached out to me. You know, you love me enough to say, Russ, you're not doing it right, and kick me in the pants. Oh, Russ, you got one mouth and two ears. Why don't you shut up? That's something in my life I need to stay alive. And I know it sounds overly dramatic, but this program has saved my life, especially vision for you and you beautiful people on the line. And uh, I have hope that I can trudge it. And I could get rid of the past because I know I got a family here. So thank you for everything you've given me. If I can ever be of service to you, you know my number. Um, love you and have a beautiful weekend. Thank you for just thank you, just thank you. Thank
3: you, Russ M. and Deborah B. You got a minute. It's yours. Okay, well, it's time to
0: close the meeting. Thank you to everyone who has shared. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. And the share ID for today, Friday, the 27th of October 2017, is 10,597. 10597. So we will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the Serenity Prayer. And Kelly S., will you read for us, please?
13: I would love to. So grateful to get to do this today. I'm always grateful, but even more so. Abandon yourself to God